Good morning, everyone. How are we doing today? So I wanted to have a conversation about a national real estate crash. If you know our story, one rental at a time, you know it begins long before the 2008-9 crash. We've seen the crash upfront and personal. Uh, we positioned ourselves correctly before it. We prospered after it. I've looked at my market every day for 20 years. I teach people to learn their market and I'm very frustrated. There are lots and lots of channels out there forecasting, talking about a national real estate crash. And I think they are wrong. Now, if you are a channel and you're talking about a local real estate crash, there are some markets that will absolutely have that. And we talk about them all the time on this channel. But I'm talking to the channels that are trying to scare people. Uh, I believe that single family home ownership is going to go up. I believe single family home ownership appreciation will go up. I do not see a real estate crash nationally for single family homes. But to say that, we need to talk about there's only four things, only four, that can cause a national real estate crash. And we are going to talk about all four. I'm going to share with you my opinion. Feel free to disagree with one or all of them. But these are the only four things that can cause a national real estate crash. And we're going to go through each of them, and I'd love to hear your thoughts. So, the first one, in no particular order, is a rise, and I would argue a significant and quick rise in interest rates. Whether we like it or not, people buy their single-family homes on mortgage payments. And for a long time, those mortgage payments have benefited from lower and lower and lower interest rates. The first loan I ever got on a house was uh, over 7%, and I just had someone buy a property of mine with a 2.75. So again, you can buy a lot more house keeping your mortgage payment equal at 2.75 than you can at seven and a quarter. It's just reality. I'm not going to argue about what the right interest rate is or any of that things. But here's the deal. If interest rates, and I'm going to use round numbers, went from 3 to 6% in a month, shoot, in 90 days, real estate would run into a wall quick. And prices would come down because it becomes a lot more unaffordable. In our book, we talk about the affordability index being the lifesaver for us. It is made up of value or price, interest rate, and income. Those are the three factors that drive it. And if interest rates go up substantially, double, that could cause real estate to crash nationally. Now, let's talk about that in detail. The Fed is on record as saying, that interest rates will be low for years. We have a historical example of Japan, now 30 years in the making. 
of once rates get down here and debt gets large, they stay low. So the likelihood that rates go up aren't great in the short term. But maybe if you're ultra pessimist, if you are leaning towards the extremes, maybe the US dollar loses its world reserve currency. Maybe China stops buying our debt. Maybe we have to raise rates to sell debt. Maybe, but do we have to raise it to a level that causes mortgage rates to double? I can't fathom, at least currently, something that would cause 30 years to go from 3 to 6% in a short window. But if you happen to think there is, then yes, a national real estate crash is possible. But it would have to be significant. We're not talking 2.75 to 3 and a quarter, right? We're talking a doubling and in a short period of time. That would cause real estate to crash, no question. So next, the second one, again, nationally speaking, we will have pockets that suffer. Nationally speaking is demand. Do we see demand for real estate, right, falling and falling dramatically? Right now, we seem to be on a curve where demand is actually increasing, nationally speaking. We are seeing renters become owners at a tremendous rate and it is likely accelerating as people see that you know living in a shoebox in an expensive urban city that the city nightlife isn't there are continuing to leave they can't be the office the school the gym and the home in a shoebox people need space people want backyards so again do you think demand? Is there something that demand gets cut in half? I don't see it, but you can at least think about it. Maybe we have civil unrest nationally. Maybe what we are experiencing in a couple of big cities like Portland become national problems. If Portland becomes the example for a hundred cities across the country and people are now scared to go out of their house, yes, demand could fall. I do not see that happening. Uh, I do not see many cities letting that happen over and over and over again. People will shut that down. But it is at least possible, right? So demand, if demand shrinks by 50%, that will take the gas off prices and people will have to lower prices, uh, in my opinion, to spur new demand. Third, Supply. Is supply going to come back on the market in a meaningful way? Right now, in most suburban markets, we have record low inventory. In my market, we are at one month supply. Right? Could supply come on? Now, this is the one that may happen, right? A lot of people are talking about forbearances and issues with things. Uh, and they're saying, what could happen? Sorry, my dog is making a lot of noise over there. He's okay. So is supply going to spike? Is the forbearance request going to cause people to ultimately have to sell, to take a short sell in value? Yes, locally, there will be local problems, but I do not believe nationally speaking, we are going to see a wave of inventory at a number that squashes demand. I don't see it. That's the one that could be argued. 
I don't see it. Love to hear your opinion. Or the other one that could happen on supply is do builders crank up the engine and start delivering more and more units. Doesn't look like. Uh, they are pretty scarred from the last crisis where they built over their skis. Far more profitable to build slowly than go all in. But, you know, maybe builders come out and, and they flood the market again. Don't see it, but possible. And again, on the builder front, will it be national or would it be local? Right? Could one California builder go nuts in, I don't know, uh, Inland Empire? Maybe, but it's not going to be national. And then that leaves the last and final one. So we've talked about interest rates, basically a doubling and mortgage payments go up, demand, supply. And then there is a fourth one. A fourth one is change in government legislation. We have a history. Uh, we saw some tax changes that were pretty drastic in the 80s that caused owners that used to own money losing properties no longer be able to take their deductions and create a pretty big wave of selling because they got rid of these bad assets. On the flip side, we could see government incentive to buy single family homes and we have a precedent for that also. I think it was 2009, it might have been 2010, Obama created a first time buyer tax credit which was $8,000. We could see another tax credit like that, right? There could be legislation that hurts real estate that causes it to be a bad investment and forces people to sell. Maybe it's the loss of 1031. Maybe it's the loss of depreciation. But it could also come out on the other side, right? It could be um, incentive to buy. So in the end, I believe there are only four things that could cause a national housing crisis. I say this as someone who's looked in a market for 20 years. I say this as someone who experienced the crisis last time up close, personal. I had people lose, lose houses and millions of dollars. I've seen it. I see what happens. So all of these channels that have five years experience declaring a crisis because they see some spreadsheet or they see this or that, it's either higher mortgage payments, much higher supply, much lower demand, or something at the government level changing the tax incentives. Okay, let me know what you think. Take care. Bye.